Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me for another week before our winter, summer, whatever our break is. Do we get much of a break this year, I guess? We, we got um, two weeks. Yeah, okay. That's a big break for, you know, this season. <laughs> yeah, but no, anyway, JD, how are you, mate? Not so bad, yes. Did you have a good weekend? You went away? I, I had a fantastic weekend. Nice got away with the family. Yeah, had a, We had a long weekend up here again. In Darwin, so we had the Darwin Cup. Did you did you do any horses? Stuff? No, no betting. Not our racing. No, that it was quite funny. Uh, I was saying to Jess because we we went away um to a family's uh, a like beach shack thing mm-hmm. over the weekend, and I said to Jess, "Oh, there's no racing on this weekend. It's nice to get away, like locally. Uh, in other words, with go karts and IP and all that." And she said, well, there's racing on this weekend. And she's like, it's just the wrong type. You don't like the horse racing. <laughs> it's not real racing. Like, well, you only want to go watch one horsepower when <laughs> yeah. you can watch 600 or 1,000 horsepower. <laughs> yeah, it's each their own, I guess. Yeah, well, we, we don't have to get all dressed up to go to the supercars. <laughs> no, it's a very different type of dress up, isn't it? It is. It is. Imagine that. Imagine if the supercars had the same dress prestige, etiquette. Yeah, dress <laughs> etiquette that you'd see... 40,000 bogans in like dodgy three piece suits. Like <laughs> in Darwin, probably a lot of barley, <laughs> barley uh, suits. You can pick up a good suit from <laughs> Here we Bali. Go. <laughs> all right. Especially yeah. at the moment when they're only like $120 return from Bali. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. yeah, you can go in there. So I saw the Riddler suit one time. I was so close to just drunkenly buying that on the side <laughs> of the street, going, give me the Riddler suit. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Um, so let's, let's jump into it. Do you got any news? I, I do not, no. Not, not any news? Well, we'll jump into Formula 1. Let's cover Formula 1 and then we'll try and see if okay. we remember about anything else. Okay, let's go. Max Verstappen got the first, his first pole position of his career. Isn't that crazy to think that he hasn't had a pole position before? Yeah, it's, it's, um, it, I guess it's been a long time coming. He's been come so close a few times. I remember like a particular one last year where Ricardo pipped him in Monaco, I think. No, it wasn't, wasn't Monaco. I can't remember which But one. anyway. Yeah, the couple, he'd been pipped a couple of times. And because he started second and, you know, he's quite often starting third or something on the front, like towards the front. I was shocked when it came up on the screen that said, you know, Max Verstappen's first pole position, like maiden pole position. I was like, no. Yeah. He's won seven races. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it's, it was a good effort from him and the team over the weekend. It still blows me away the gap between Max and um, Gasly. Gasly, yeah. It's huge. It's like they were in different it's, cars. This is something that I've seen today on the internet, and I was like, ooh, ooh, I better better um, save this and bring it up on the show. So these are some predictions from a thread on Reddit that from about seven months ago, at the start of the season. And someone's like, going, it's pretty funny to share now. Yeah. So the top prediction will be Red Bull will be the biggest dis- disappointment of next season. Now, I would argue heavily against that. I think Red Bull have been surprisingly really well this season, especially there was all that question at the start of the year over how the Honda will go. Well, yeah, they've actually been they've a won, lot stronger Honda's than won I two races. going to be as well. Been on the podium four, five times. They had a double podium. Yeah, I think it's been a really, really strong effort from them. Um, the other one is Ferrari will have the best car, but 
it will be easy for Lewis since Leclerc and Vettel will steal points from each other. <laughs> yes. The next one, this is the one we we're going about the Renault one points of uh, Formula One one point saying Renault will be uh, get a couple of podiums next year and be getting out of the Formula 1.5 and will be going into Formula 1.25. Joined there by Red Bull. Maybe Gasly's in Formula 1.25. Yeah. Uh, the midfield would be even tighter with Williams getting back on pace. <laughs> Giovinazzi will be the best new driver of the year with Norris, Russell and Albon disappointing overall. <laughs> oh, God. These are some bold predictions made seven months ago. That was, uh, yeah, well, that last one especially. <laughs> oh, that's that's pretty funny. Whoever made that prediction has a special skills for being completely wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> every single one of those tips, that his predictions, was wrong. Oh, so that's all from one This is from one person's Reddit. prediction from seven months ago. Not one of them was right. No. And they're going, to be fair, Red Bull does have one car in the Formula 1.25. It's just the only car in the entire 1.25 league. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So enough about that little laugh. Let's go back on to your qualifying. Um, okay. Where were we? Uh, we we've covered off that Max was... Uh, Max was very dominant. Very dominant. Yeah. Um, you had, was it the two Mercedes and then the Ferrari? Uh yeah yeah the the, the Mercedes were uh, obviously the next two fastest cars, uh with the Ferraris of Leclerc um and and um Sebastian's not uh, being able to match the top two or top three sorry, uh and then you had Gasly back in his usual spot back of sixth. <laughs> what happened to Ricardo? Like Ricardo just couldn't get a lap in. Um. Oh, he got held up. Yeah, he, he so dived past Perez, wasn't it, on the last uh, lap, and then got. Yeah, essentially, what happened was everyone he got angry because the team sent him out there, um, too close to all the other cars, and then he's like, "We we should have known that we would have been all um, consultated at the last corner while everyone's trying to get space because it's a, obviously a high downforce track where mm -hmm. the wash off the car in front of you would really affects your lap time. You don't, you're not looking for a tow. You're not going to gain anything out of being close. Um, so everyone was like just balking at the last corner and parking their car up pretty much waiting for the next cars and you're losing tire temperature. And when he come up there, there was actually like four or five cars waiting. A parking lot. Yeah. And so he, he got a bit frustrated because the team had obviously sent him out there and he's like, if they had a radioed me earlier in the, in my warm up lap, I would have just gone really slow at the start so that when we got to the end of my warm up lap, I could have rolled on with tire temperature. And anyway, he just cracked the shits and, and realistically it was a bit rude to poor, poor old Perez because he ruined Perez's lap by trying to pass him on the outside of the, the last corner. And, mm. um, unfortunately Gave them both a horrible run onto the first. Perez and Ricardo, none of them got out of Q1. Yeah, yeah, and that was all down to that. Yeah. Both of them got out qualified by George Russell, who almost made it out of Q1. I know. How good is that? They that's actually something from the qualifying. That, um, they the interview with George was really positive. Apparently, they found some setup changes in that car, and the car is actually starting 
to they're getting feedback from the car now, and it's he was actually one point two seconds faster than Robert Kubica. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if the cars had different bits on them or whatnot. It looks um, like it. Robert was bloody eight tenths slower than Lance Stroll in nineteenth. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, like I said, I don't know if they like. I know the Hasses this meeting were running completely different um, philosophies. So mm-hmm. Grosjean was back with Melbourne. Oh, really? Car. They went way, way back. Yeah, he went all the way back to Melbourne spec car, and he's enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and um, obviously Magnussen was running the current spec car. We're looking at qualifying results. Go back to Melbourne. Yeah, so and that was a bit odd because Magnussen had looked quicker in all the practices, I think, off the top of my head, mm. and then Grosjean come out in qualifying and just, yeah, it was a lot faster. So, um, Well, Grosjean wasn't faster in Q1. He was actually quite – he was seven-tenths off or eight-tenths off Magnussen's pace in Q1. Yeah. I th- They said the cars are so different as well, like – One's rear limited and one's front limited. So, like, yeah. So, anyway, it, it, maybe it plays to each driver's strength. Driver strength. Yeah, yeah. What they prefer. It's interesting to see that the the team could do that and still punch out similar lap times, but it's it's odd, isn't it? It's, it's like a whole year, or not a year, but half a year's worth of development. Considering if they're going, oh, we should go back to Melbourne's car and then you've got, you put it into Q3 and you qualify ninth, you're like, well, how much money did we spend on developing the car from Melbourne till now if we're just better off doing Melbourne? Yeah, well, it, it's something with the Williams. They said what they found now is they've, they've started to find what the problem was with their wind tunnel versus what actually happens on track. They didn't turn They've their wind tunnel to... on. That's the problem. They were <laughs> probably, just like, probably. It costs too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's very expensive. we got a fan and, and Jerry out there having a pack of smokes. Like, <laughs> you better huff them down. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, no, it's 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 something that they've got... They had a correlation issue and now they've seen... They've got positive results out of it. So, fingers crossed. It's good to see Williams making some progress forward. because it's it's sad. It is sad to see how far Williams has fallen. Even like when Massa was driving for them a couple of years ago, they were like fighting for a podium in China, I think, well, four or po- five years yeah, ago. Yeah, Bottas. Um, Bottas was from Williams and yeah. you were like... Well, he had got podiums for Williams. Yeah. So it's definitely something. It's it's um big fall from grace, but fingers crossed they can work out what's going on and... And they've had good people there too. I know they're they're sh- you know strapped for cash a bit, and F one's become a very hard game to play these days, money wise. When you've got powerhouses of Ferrari, Mercedes, and Red Bull, absolutely pouring the money in. Oh, huge, huge money. That's if you get a budget cap, and this is why I know a lot of teams don't want a budget cap. But then does that kind of defeat the purpose of like if you get enough sponsors, you're like, well, I don't need any more sponsors, but they're still coming to me. And then mm. you're going to be like, do you just palm them off to like, oh, go go to Williams. I guess because the sponsorship side of it, it's going to be a bit weird, isn't it? Because there is um, budget cap for the cars, but there's not for marketing. Yeah, yeah. So you could have big sponsors and then do more drive days on like the streets of London and closing things. and Do what Red Bull do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's one of the things that Christian Horner came out last year and he said, Everyone talks about Force India being really good with its cash and making the most of its cash. Uh, he said, I actually think we're the best bang for buck team in Formula One. 
I think they still spend half a billion dollars a year at Red Bull F1. Is that including marketing? That is including marketing. He said, we spend a good third or more of our budget on holding functions, on doing all these demos on streets. Um, they do a lot. Red Bull promotion. do a really good job. Like They will travel... Like they do that. Inner well, they're, Sydney, they're the uh, kids, really, Sydney, aren't they? they? Of the the they Red are. Bull of the Formula One. Um. You only need to listen to Adrian Newey's book. Yeah. When they talk about how Red Bull was the big party house, and you know they used to like to do things differently. They had the Star Wars people in Monaco and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's it's definitely something that was um pretty cool to find out as well. But yeah, they they're um. I've lost where I'm going with this. <laughs> it's all right. We're, we're going to wrap up qualifying. Okay. Um, let's jump on to the race. Now, we're not going to do the whole recap of the race because we always little lift behind the curtains. JD and I sit here before and we're like, let's not recap the race. Because <laughs> and then we end up it's recapping. Not good. And then we recap the whole race. <laughs> so we have little talking points. Now, I was watching the race and I think by lap one, Corner four, I was like, Bottas is done. He needs to go find a new drive. <laughs> yeah, it's the writing's on the wall, hey. It is. And He's had I, he I got told the last two races he had to. He was driving for his position. He's driving for his seat. Yeah. When he did crashed out in third in the German Grand Prix, and then this one here, he was driving a bit aggressively. Like his battle with Hamilton was. Yeah, I don't. It wasn't overly aggressive, but it was like okay, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll see where we're going with this. And then he got hit by Leclerc. Yeah, wasn't that a bit... Uh, I, if I was Bottas, I I'd be it. straight into Toto's. Like, no, no, that was Charles's fault. He hit me and ruined my race. Yeah. Right, let, let's go to the next round and decide before we chuck Ocon in the car. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I think... I think Ocon's Bottas must have been pretty happy that Hamilton didn't get pulled out of the car in the German Grand Prix. Imagine if Ocon jumped in the car because there was talk. Mercedes uh, yeah. said they were ready to pull Hamilton out of the car because he's too sick. We're going to chuck Ocon in there. Yep. Imagine if Ocon went in there and got like a podium. Yeah, it would have looked pretty bad, wouldn't it? Mm. Especially from not driving the car at all. Well, I'm sure he's done test days and stuff in the car, but Is not he the competing. Is he driver as well? I think so, yes. Yeah. Okay, hypothetically, Bottas is done. Where does he go? Back to Williams. Does Bottas bring money? I think Bottas did bring money. Yes. Yeah. I know he's sponsored by Abloy. Asa Abloy, because it's a they're a Finnish lock company. Ah, okay. Um, and I seen something posted with him on it. I was like, yep. hey. Um, yes, yeah, so I was a little excited. Um, we got a little lock. Picker enthusiast or whatever, um, yeah. in my household, yeah, and um, loves everything locks, and so I was like, "Hey, look, your love for locks and my love for motorsport uh, has combined, has combined, and made us Bottas 2.0." <laughs> this was at the start of the season when Bottas 2.0 was all the rage, and he yeah, had his beard. Yeah, well, he come out strong, didn't he? Yeah, you win your first couple, and then you'd be on the podium second or first for the first six races. It's going to look good. Yeah, but where does he go? Does I honestly there, don't know. Where I heard talk that Hulkenberg was pretty much getting the flick, but then I read somewhere saying, nah, he's he's staying on. Like, Renault's going to keep him. Yeah. Well, I think he's doing a pretty good job. And I I rate Hulkenberg a lot higher than, I guess, 
his stats say, like, you know, he's not a bad driver. Uh, yeah. He's been dominated by Ricardo. He has. And having that stat as the longest, most race starts without a podium. That's not a good look. It's not a good look, but it's not a bad look. He's scored lots of points in his years. It means he's been in the, ra- in the game for a while. You know, it's there's one thing to go. Ah, oh, okay, you've you've never got a podium, like yeah, but I've I've lasted longer than some. Yeah, people and he's been unlucky. See, he's been in like second and third before. Back when you could be competitive in a in a, a car that shouldn't be on the podium. He hasn't finished these days. second and third. No, but he's been up in there and oh, then yeah, had car problems. Yeah. yeah, that's why it was so sad to watch him um in the German Grand Prix. Yeah, because he was so close to being on. For a really good result. Yeah, at least top five. So anyway, Bottas. Does he go... Where are you thinking? No, I'm thinking he's done. Like, goodbye Formula One. Bottas, you get one chance of this. You've. I just don't see other... Unless he brings money in and then Williams are like, all right, come back. Or... Williams I... might want a... Because I don't think Robert... I don't think Robert Kibitz is going to come back next year. No, I this think he's stepping down and he was stepping into a Mentoring. team. Well, also development role. Yeah. So um, Robert's actually very switched on, on the engineering side of the car as well. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, one of the reasons he's there this year is to try and help them with the feedback from the car and say, you know, this is where it's bad, this is where it's strong. Let's focus. Um so I think he's going to go very much into just the engineering side of it and help them uh, run the team a bit better, and et cetera. And then uh, it's going to leave a seat open, obviously, there. Williams will be shopping for the highest paying highest bidder. Paying driver, <laughs> yep. Um, Cause but w- they might also want someone with a bit of experience and that's got a level head on them, uh, being Bottas. And then they've obviously worked with him before and, and like his style. Because let's look at it. You've got... McLaren, McLaren aren't changing any of their drivers. Let's No, I think they'd be silly to change their drivers. I think they've got two. Like McLaren, if you look at what they've got now, they've got another. Especially with Norris, they've got another ten years out of Norris. Oh, easy. At least give those guys a Mercedes engine, and they've got a race-winning car. Yeah, and they're they're they're, they're very quick at the moment. So, um, I don't think either they'll be either of their drivers will be going anywhere. So Alpha. Do you reckon Antonio's sticking around? I reckon he'll stick around. I think he'd come with a bit of money too, so yep. I don't think Kimmy's signed a two-year deal, so Kimmy's there as well. Yeah. So McLaren's out, Alpha's out, Red Bull. Can you see them? Red Bull going, hey, Bottas, come here for a year. You no. like playing rear gunner. Yeah. Meet Max Verstappen. <laughs> don't pass him. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, where, who Red Bull, who Red Bull going to replace Gasly? Yeah, but I think they'll, I don't know. Albon's not ready. You're not putting Kvyat back know in the Kvyat car. I'll get another chance on No, not. I don't think he will. So I'm like Bottas for Red Bull is not a bad. I've seen stranger things happen, but I never thought Kvyat would come back. No, and Kvyat's done a pretty good job since he come back. And listening to Helmut Marco the other day talk about Kvyat, it was quite complimentary of how much he's changed and how hard he's worked to be where he is now. And Well, he's the second ever podium getter for Toro Rosso now. Yeah. Behind Helmut Marco's love child. boy. <laughs> I wasn't going to say love child, <laughs> but we're all going there. Yeah, we know who we're talking about. You know, Toro Rosso can only win races in the or get on the podium in the rain. Well, yeah, they're not meant to be a front 
Well, actually, apart from that one year where they were faster than the main, yeah. <laughs> main car. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, and that was another a strong year from them. But I don't I don't know if Albon, once again, I don't think Albon's ready. I think if they put Albon up, it'll do what's it happened to Gasly. It's going to do it to Gasly, yeah. And you, Not ready. Like, I know it's, it's hard to think. Would Albon, like, I'd love to get him on the show. It would never happen. But <laughs> go to him like... Would you take the McL- the Red Bull seed at the risk oh, of course you of would. destroying your career? Of course you would. All these they've got to back themselves. They have to. Yeah, yeah. You, you you got that bit of self confidence and all. I don't. I wouldn't say arrogance, but there's that little bit of. Well, they want to drive against the best people so they can learn. So it's not just they're going to look at Max's data. They're going to learn how he's doing it. They're going to learn a lot by just being there. So Gasly should be learning. Um, there's been a few tracks where Gasly's been all right, all right, yeah, like a tenth, tenth and a half off in quality, which is not great, but it's not bad. That's that's like average. What you'd expect from two really good drivers is mm. about that sort of pace. So, um, I I really don't know what's going to fix Red Bull's problem or Bottas's problem. Yeah, because like so, Mercedes don't have a problem. Mercedes' problem Mercedes. is who the hell do we want? Yeah, because everyone li- will Mercedes literally. Like, I got ninety nine problems and Bottas ain't one. <laughs> yeah, like everyone will literally break contract to go to Mercedes. Not Max. Yeah. Max had a clause in his contract that if he was not in the top three of the championship at halfway, so if he was fourth, yeah, here's a clause, clause that yeah. he can be like, oh, if Mercedes come ask for me, I can go. But not now. Not now. Mm. Max is only seven points behind Bottas in the championship. Yeah, and it, there's a pretty big jump, isn't there? Back to fourth, I think, now, isn't it? It's Le- Leclerc or... No, nah, it's, it's it's Sebastian. Oh, Sebastian. But so you've got Lewis Hamilton on 250 million points. No, nah, then you got um, 250 points. Valtteri Bottas on 188. Max Verstappen on 181. Sebastian Vettel on 156, and then Charles Leclerc on 132. So, yeah, there That's is a, a substantial gap. There is a, a bit of a gap. If you took Hamilton out of this championship, you're like, oh, this is on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, okay. Well, I wonder how much it's going to cost to buy out his contract. Mercedes is the team with all the money. I don't think they want Max anyway. I don't think they want anyone that's going to disrupt the Hamilton uh, train of championships. Nah. But they do need to start thinking long-term here. They're going to have to because there's starting to be, not rumours, but there's talk of going, well, who do they replace Hamilton with? Yeah, exactly. You've got to be Because we're not, we're not talking about like Hamilton's going to quit, like win this championship and then he's going to hang out at his hat because I think Hamilton kind of would go, you know what, I'll I'll get over seven championships. Yeah, he's trying to beat Schumacher. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, interesting, interesting. I I don't know. He's already got. He's I think Ocon is the the smart choice for Mercedes. I don't think he'll cost a lot. I think they've groomed him. They've helped him get to where he is. I think it's smart for Ocon too because he'll be driving against Hamilton. And I rate Ocon. I rate him like the you know with. Oh, Charles. Ocon was great. Like I am. I was annoyed that Ocon didn't get a seat this year. And yeah, I think same. he's tying his. His ties to the Mercedes didn't help him. No, I agree. I agree. I but think he could have at... w- walked into a Red Bull drive 
if he wasn't tied up with Mercedes. Oh, yeah. Like, it's really hard to go, you know, have a sit down with Christian and Helmet and you go, I just got to bring my manager in. Toto, please, please come in. Toto, Toto, come over here. I want a deal. (laughs) There's a lot of talk of George Russell. The fact that Max and, and him really don't get along. At all. <laughs> oh, yeah, they hate each other. <laughs> I just found it really funny with the whole Charles Leclerc and Max Verstappen battles that you look back and there's karting. go-karting yeah. issues. And I'm watching these go-karting videos. Like, you look at Sebastian Vettel's old go-karting videos and they're, like, recorded on a VHS camcorder and it's sort of <laughs> like this dodgy footage that can barely, you know, just, just yeah, being yeah. upgraded to that. Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc is in like full HD. <laughs> it's yeah. like every bit of their racing is pretty much being broadcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's so much of it you can follow back on. Yeah, yeah, years of it. Um, but what I wanted to jump onto is, do you think George Russell is... In line to get into Mercedes as well, eventually. Like, say Ocon does well, then Hamilton retires. You've got George. Well, if he if he keeps doing a good job, like on the weekend, it was a standout effort. He, I know it sounds stupid, but he got knocked out in Q1. But he did drive really well. He, was, he really extracted everything from the car. He had it on the edge, if not a little bit past I honestly a few think times. those Williams would struggle in F2. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the track time difference is between the two. That's a pretty bold claim. <laughs> yeah, whatever. They'll find a way to not get up there. Lewis Hamilton or Max Verstappen? Raw pace at the moment. Ooh. At the moment, I would say raw pace is definitely Max. Mm. For raw pace, as in extracting every Extracting the most out of the car. Thousandth. Yeah. Did you hear what Max's comment was when... They um, asked him if he would like to go to Mercedes or something like that. And he's like, oh, you know, they're, they're a great car, you know. Lewis has won, you know, five, four out of the last five championships. But he's like, that's easy to do when you're in the best car of the field. Yeah. It was pretty much a, it was a backhanded comment that sort of smacked Hamilton down going, he's not that great. He's just in the best car. Well, they, he has a very valid point. I, I don't underrate Hamilton. He's he's done things in the car when the car shouldn't have won races and still won the races. Well, this weekend's a pretty good example. He yeah, was pretty far behind. He he is very good at that level, like better than most. I'd say better than probably still, you know... Better than Bottas? 80, yes, <laughs> better than 80% of the field. But he... Max at the moment is... is he's just so brimming with confidence and he's really yeah he's really getting everything out of that car so I'd, you know I do think Max would be raw pace I think Hamilton is better championship wise at the moment what is scary is generally a Formula 1 driver hits their peak at 30 32 years old because one you got you got a faster reaction time when you're younger anyway but as you get older you bet you get that experience and wisdom yeah. So there's sort of that point where the two collide they and they're other, like, yeah. boom, and that's around about 30, 32. The issue with when you're going off those data numbers is most drivers don't start until they're 22. Yeah. You've got Max in his fourth or fifth year already in Formula One. So he's already the equivalent of like a 27-year-old Formula One driver. 
Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be. He's gonna hit his peak in two more years. He'll be twenty four, and he'll have the same experience as what most drivers do when they get into their their purple patch at like thirty, thirty two. Yeah, that's scary. and he's hungry. Like he's so hungry. Like I know they're all hungry. You can't be. You can't get there without being driven. But yeah, they. I don't know. There's something about him. Like coming second isn't good enough for him. Even though he said on the weekend, that's still a good call. Yeah, I think. You know, I to think his that was credit, I think he understood. Team. So what happened with that? Let's just we'll quickly top on the most exciting part of the race was the fact that Hamilton did the extra pit stop. Yeah, because he was in that position where you can roll the dice and go screw it. I'm finishing second in this position. Let's roll the dice. Worst well, they, case scenario, a, I'm finishing second. They had a bigger, such a big gap. Like there were the Ferraris the two were them. 64 seconds off the pace. Yeah, I was going to say the two of them were in their own race. Mm. Absolutely, there was no one else. Bottas was on race pace, but he yeah, broke his front wing and was down to 19th. Yeah, he was a long way back. Um, and he, I was surprised that Bottas actually didn't get further up the field. They were aiming for six. Where did he finish up? I think he was eighth. Yeah, you're right. He finished eighth. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it, uh, that surprised me a little bit, to be honest. I thought he should have been up a bit further than that, but oh well. I, I don't know what happened to him, to be honest. I was, I was just... The race was a fantastic race to watch. It was really exciting. Yeah, it was. The whole was battle really between good. Hamilton and Max, and it was so funny to watch it when... Max is on the radio going, we need a pit, we need a pit, we need a pit. And the Red Bull guy's like, no, stay out. And Hamilton got told to pit. And he's like, we don't need a pit, we should stay out. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah, it was Hindsight's an amazing thing where I was like, I rewatched it Monday morning. Yeah. And I was like, pit now. Come on, Hamilton's pit. Now you got a box, mate. you got a box and we can make this a great race. I know. It, it was kind of funny because they, I, I understand both logics of thought from Red Bull. They're going... They waited one lap, and the pit window, they, the pit Close. gap they needed was 20 seconds. And in one lap, Hamilton had already got it down to 20 seconds, like 19 points something. So he was going to fall behind uh, Hamilton. Mm. And then they're going, oh, no, we can't drop the position. We might as well just, there's such a big gap back to uh, Hamilton now. There's only 20 laps left. You know, unless he's going to be a second faster than us every lap to the finish. And hang on a second, he was he, more than he a second. Was, yeah. He was, yeah. was a second so, and a half. When I first woke up, because I didn't at watch this point. live, when I woke up and watched it, I looked at the results, I just quickly looked at who won and the gaps. And so you go, Hamilton won by 17 seconds, Sebastian Vettel for 61 seconds behind, Charles Leclerc, 65, and then everyone else one lap down to where they go to. Danny Kvyat got lapped twice. Looked at that going, oh, God, this must have been a boring race. I was like, oh, yeah, what's the bet that Verstappen bogged it down on the start and got stuck in second, and then it just went that way. Yeah. But it wasn't. No, it was, it was quite a good race. As much as I don't like Mercedes, it was good to see them take that gamble. Because they're in a position that Hamilton's like, I'm leading the champion by so much, what's wrong with 18, like 18 points instead of 25? Yeah. No, I agree. It's, they'd be dumb not to take these risks now. You're looking for the glory now. Every race, you should be looking for the glory. You don't have to bank the points anymore. Daniel Ricciardo and Kevin Magnussen had a pretty um, <laughs> heated battle. 
Yeah, I'd like. I would have liked to have seen the um, the the what do you call it? The cool down room. But I guess they don't have to go to it because they didn't get a podium, but <laughs> or even the um pen afterwards. You know where they all have to see the media. I wonder whether they timed it differently so that ma- the managers the are like, no, 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 we don't go down there yet. No, no, no. Look, Ricardo, you got. Two minutes of briefing in this room. <laughs> yeah. And K-Mag's gone. Briefing's finished. Off <laughs> yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, yeah well, I think Ricardo would knock out Kevin. I think he would. <laughs> Even though Kevin looks like an angry little fella. <laughs> yeah. Little is the key word in this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's just the Aussie side of us coming out there. <laughs> hey, don't, don't, don't piss off us Aussies. We'll do something. <laughs> but it, it went on angry. for a while. And... Kevin actually got warned by the driver stewards in the end. Like race control said to well, race control? Yeah, whoever yeah, race that control, panel. Yeah. yeah, it said to him, Can't keep moving under brakes. Yeah, well it was a, it was a bit of an issue, wasn't it? It was several times. And it was pretty late in the air like the braking area. And I thought you know what I thought was gonna happen? I thought we were gonna have a Baku um Baku incident where Ricardo ends up in the back in the back of Magnuson because he moves. like moves under brakes and Ricardo's already there. Yeah, and especially takes the once arrow. you get that close, arrow's gone and boom, no grip. Yeah. Bang, straight in the back of him. Yeah, no, I thought I thought that was gonna be a bit of an issue there. Uh, we saw that in bloody Silverstone with Vettel. Yeah. In the back of Max. Yep. Yeah, as soon as you get that close, it's it's very, very hard, isn't it? Mm. Um but yeah, Ricardo managed to keep his cool enough that he didn't plow into um, Magnussen, even though he was, in my view, he was moving pretty bloody late. He was moving very late. Um, Ricardo still kind of got it, hasn't he? But Ricardo does, and now, and I I remember watching this, and Martin Brunel's like, I really wish that we, you know, I miss seeing Ricardo up at the front because he's the last of the late breakers, but you don't care about the last of the late breakers when you're fighting over 11, like, what, what did he fight over? Oh, way back, 14th He's fighting or 14th and 13th. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, the defense back there was pretty crazy as well. Like, it wasn't like, you know, they were fighting for points or anything like that. It, you know, the defense was full on uh, for a mid-pack racing sort of effort. Like, Magnuson wasn't making ground on the guy in front of him or anything like that. It wasn't like he was going to be in the points. No. I understand that's how he's wired. He races every lap of the race. Well, you, you kind of have to, but you can't just be like, oh, whatever, we're done. Well, yeah, I guess you never know. You know, there could be a three-car, four-car pile-up mm. uh, in the midfield there, so... You, you might end up with points being lucky and just driving hard the whole race. Grosjean, unfortunately, was the only other retirement. Do we know what happened to him? I'm trying to remember now. I know he retired, but I can't remember why. I remember why. Dri- driving in and they pushing the car back. I can't remember now. I don't remember. He's probably just like, whatever, man. Get me <laughs> out of this car. He's got to go as well, eh? Yeah. Maybe that's where Bottas could go. Has. They're paid paid like they're not paying drivers they're paid to be there so maybe you could go there that wouldn't be a bad gig if you could put up with k-mag those two can't fight race race you thought those two can't race each other they don't trust each other on the track yeah it was quite funny who was it that was oh it's the two toro rossos two toro rossos did a fantastic example of wheel-to-wheel racing without touching four corners 
side by side. And it wasn't until Kvyat got that little bit aggressive, moved over and forced Albon off to the runoff. Yeah, exactly. But that was fine because you're they getting into make... a point where you're like, nah, look, you can't keep hanging around there. Yeah. No, I, I, I thought it was a bloody great example of how you can race a teammate and do it fairly. That's what they said on Sky Sports commentary. They're like, what's well, bet Gunter Steiner's going to flog that footage, pull the two drivers into the ca- uh, into the back of the trailer, watch this Click. Yeah. Look, they didn't hit each other. <laughs> yeah, look, I honestly think Gunter Steiner needs to put them both on the rinse cycle and get out a couple of new drivers. Because I would. they've got to go. Yep. Grosjean, too many, too many had his run and K-Mag. Well, I'm not a big fan of Kevin. I'm sorry. Well, look, if you were their employer, uh, say, just for a different business and you had them making that many mistakes, would you keep them on? No. Obviously, they've taken them away and talked to them. and Performance manage them out. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've been going, oh, you know what? You've you've made a mistake. Well, this is how we can fix that and make sure it never happens again. And all of a sudden, they do the same mistake again. Pull them back in the room and, all right, we've seen you made the same mistake. We obviously didn't train you well enough on what we expect, blah, blah, blah. No, still do it again. Mm -hmm. Like, these guys have been doing it for two years straight. (laughs) I know. Since the team started and you're like, oh, God, you reckon you'd be like, Gene Haas must have been like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Has Gene been to the Formula One? Not much recently. Well, they're not showing him on the cameras anymore. I'm sure he's probably there. He might be up in green rooms and stuff <laughs> in upstairs. In the back of stuff. There's yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's probably enjoying his um, Formula One days now, not not in the actual pit bays like he used to be when he first started. Um, He's still obviously watching and stuff like that because I heard... Um, uh, What's his name? Gunter talking yep. about uh, talking about him the other day, having a phone call with him, and he was actually complaining about the drivers hitting each other again, and telling him to warn them again. He's like, "I know, I know, I fucking tell them." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yep. Well, what other stuff we want to talk about? Carlos Saints, mate. I want to talk about Carlos Saints and how the fact that he is just killing it. Outstanding, hasn't he? He's especially the last few races, like. He's always coming like fifth or sixth. Like, he's right up there in the whole standings of the thing. Like, he is. And to think he started the year with like. He's how four, many laps in? He's to the five Grand points Prix, his behind Pierre fire. Gasly in a Red Bull. Yeah, I know. It's, it's so bad. Because, see, get, like, Carlos Saints is uh, on 58 points. Kimi Raikkonen in eighth is one position below him on 31 points. I'm like, he's just doing a fantastic job. This is like Carlos Saints now has got the experience in him. Like he's had those few years in Toro Rosso where he had that Max Max Verstappen. God, you remember like um, Singapore with those two? Yeah, that- and the hype behind Max probably wasn't helping Carlos either. No, I think because he, he left Red Bull, didn't he? He's like, i got to get away from this. Well, there was nowhere for him to go. And fortunately for him, if he had waited another year... He would have had... Daniel Ricciardo walked away. Do you think he would have gone? What's that? Would he gone to... Red Bull, Red yeah, Bull with... for sure. Yeah, I reckon he would have. Well, you're just like every driver going up. I'm here thinking, nah, drivers have got to think about... Like, if I was... Like Alex Albon, I'll be like, no, I'm not taking your Red Bull seat. I'll sign a contract for 2021, <laughs> but I'm not going to go up there next year, get destroyed, and destroy my career. 
Well, sitting stagnant in a lower team probably destroys your career just as much. Not if you got that 2021 contract signed. <laughs> <laughs> no, just soon, when you, when you sign the contract, you get your little bit of white out and you just cross out 20, <laughs> 20, 20 and just put 2021. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I look, I think, yeah, I think he would have taken that seat for sure. Mm. Especially to be in a competitive car. Yeah. Like Max is winning races. That's all they want. I know, everyone I, just wants to win races. I think Daniel Ricciardo would be kicking himself at the moment. He's just sleeping in his better money. I, I understand his view was uh, a longer game. Uh, but he only signed a two-year deal, and I don't see him sticking around after next year. Well, I think it's very much about what next year will be for them. To be honest, we're all talking about bloody you know, Bottas leaving. Ricciardo should be... Well, there was talks. Yeah, apparently he's already gone to see Toto. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he's got some sort of performance clause or i.e. if a seat at Ferrari or Mercedes come up, I'm allowed to leave. How confident would... What performance clause do you reckon would be in position for... Renault. Like, Renault, yeah. So we know with it come out, a couple of journalists sort of well, broke the Ricardo news. Ricardo in the championship? Ricardo is 11th on 22 points. Oh, that's shocking. That is absolutely shocking. For the, you would say, I, I obviously don't know the figures, but one of the highest the high, paid highest drivers. highest paid driver, but one of the highest paid, like highest funded teams in that midfield. Mm. This is why there's talk of going. Do they get rid of Nico Hulkenberg? Because Nico Hulkenberg unfortunately has the reputa- reputation of being a midfield driver, and Renault don't want to be a midfield team anymore. Mm. Could you imagine Bottas and Hulkenberg teaming up together? Ah, uh, Bottas and, and Ricardo. Ricardo. Well, they did. They used to get along up until last year. <laughs> yeah. Where Ricardo gave him the finger. Well, it's Ricardo In France, gave, I think it was. Ricardo gave. Um, uh, he's, he likes Magnuson. giving the finger out. He, it's his way of communicating. It's very Australian. Yeah. It's just <laughs> sign like, language. Nice race, mate. Just yeah. You know, we'll see each other. Too easy. You're a dickhead, but you know, too easy. <laughs> Biggest losers of 2019 so far. And unfortunately, I've only got one. I haven't even put a driver in there. Bottas, probably the biggest loser, is the driver. Yeah. But as team... I think Bottas and Magnussen and Grosjean for dropping, like for dropping points when they could have scored good points. Mm. Um, but yeah, teams. Yeah. Team, Ferrari. Come out of testing so strong. Everyone was blowing so much hot air up their butt, thinking they're going to be all that in a bag of potato chips. They've thrown away two race wins, haven't got a single race win, and both their drivers are lacking in the points. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And there's been so many times where it looks like the development of the car starts to work, and then all of a sudden... Like, take all that stuff off, put some shit on there, and they just go nowhere. Yeah. It's like everyone else develops again, and they've been left standing still. And they just go, oh, it's all track dependent. Well, this How? weekend... they How can they be so track dependent where everyone else doesn't have the drop-off in gains like they do? It's like this weekend, Sebastian Vettel come out. He's like, they're like, well, why are you so slow? He's like, because the car we developed this year is a low downforce car. And we're now at a high downforce track. And he's like, this is our problem at all the tracks is we don't have downforce. And I'm like, okay, so... 
it's that simple but obviously the philosophy of the car i think is the problem not just what they're bolting onto the car the old red bull philosophy quick through the corners slow on a straight line yeah i used to hate that like watching weber and that and vettel race back in the day and you're like oh we got him through the corners oh we're coming on the straight Damn you, Adrian Newey, and your hate of straight line speed. Yeah, like, yeah. Can we have fast cornering and a, a bit minute, more <laughs> medium speed? cornering and medium straight yeah. line speed? Because at the moment they've got fast straight line speed and shit through the corners. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're right, and it what back then it didn't help that Renault was a little bit down on power as well. Yeah. And that was all the excuse. Ah, oh, Renault's down on power, so we don't worry about that. Yeah. Um. Mick Schumacher won his first race in Hungary on the weekend, which is good to see. Yeah. First I year feel in for him. Two. I feel for him because he's copping a lot. Is he? Yeah. Well, there's some people like, ah, oh, mate, you're, he's in 11th in the championship standings, halfway yeah. through the season now. To be honest, hasn't really set the field alight. But yeah. because he's in the main game, he's a Ferrari Academy driver, he's unfortunately getting a lot more spotlight and news coverage than... The rest of the whole category itself. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you know. That, that name in itself, Schumacher, and being a Michael or Mick, mm. uh, is, is obviously a lot to it's carry. It's a recipe for to get sponsors. Yeah. But it's hard. It's a lot of pressure. And you kind of like. He did no. jump up, but because he didn't go through GP two, uh, GP three to get or Formula three. Yeah, he did the Euro, the Akadak, not Akadaka, <laughs> ADCA. It's a, a German yeah. like Formula four or whatever was stuff. it? <laughs> it's like their little car cool down. I can't remember what was the down. championship he won last year. He won the championship anyway. anyway <laughs> oh God, we're rubbish. <laughs> European Formula something, whatever. Yeah, if you want it, just. Pause the podcast, Google it, then suit me an email and let me know. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, so yes, he he won that championship last year, but it was a it's a big jump. Like yeah, he's a huge he's, jump. He's jumped into essentially the world title of um, rookie drivers for that are trying to make it to Formula One. This season, actually, in he's in a very strong team. He is though. in a he's strong team. Very strong team. Um, there's apparently not. It's a bit. I don't know. I'm not reading too much into it, even though I'm talking about this on a public forum now. But it's a little <laughs> bit like what people say about the Super 2s this year. Not the strongest field in the world. Well, there's no, not as many ex-champions. I guess Formula 2, they can you never have, have that, champions. But you've got a lot of drivers in Formula 2 that have done three or four years now. Yeah, okay. Well, I would say that's a pretty strong field then. But they haven't really done anything in their three or four years. Yeah, but that experience is going to count for something. It has to, doesn't it? Yeah, you can't discount that. Like, yeah, I think it's I think it's a bit harsh. I think it's a bit mm. harsh. We'll see how he goes. I'm looking forward to it. Like, as much as I was like, I oh, let's not get caught up in the hype when he tested for Ferrari. It was it was cool to see him in the yeah in yeah. the gear, and you got like, well, Vettel's Vettel's having another baby. Is he? Yeah. He's been doing not, not enough free practice, obviously. <laughs> um, That's a throwback to last year's um, last meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Hamilton. Interviews. It? Yeah. Oh, it was Max, Hamilton, and Sebastian. Well, they were the same people on the podium in the press conference um, there you go. this yeah, weekend. It was same. Yep. And one of the drivers said to Sebastian, Look, um, we know, you know, with all the respect to your privacy, 
we've heard that you know you're having a third child you know if it's a boy would you happily allow him to follow in your footsteps and Vettel's like looked at the dude and just said I don't talk about my private life and left it at that yeah but Max and Hamilton didn't know that um, Vettel was having another child yeah there you go it was actually really interesting. You watch the thing and they ask him and both Hamilton and Max at one point in the video just point straight to him like, you, 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 you're right? Like, you're true? And then like Hamilton gives a little tap on the back. Yeah. It's the rivalry and the respect between Hamilton and Vettel is actually really good. It's pretty strong, isn't it? Mm. I think, obviously, they've raced each other for a very long time. They understand each other, I think, as well. Like, they under- sort of understand how each other work. But even that that press conference where um, Hamilton was questioned about, he called Max Verstappen a dickhead on yeah. the radio, and Vettel jumped straight in and said, "Let me answer this." Yeah, and said, "You know, if you got the soccer football fan uh, football players, if every one of them's mic'd up, if yeah. you get a tackle done to you, it's not going to be you know all sunshine and rainbows coming out of your mouth." Yeah, of course. I agree. And he pretty I, much shot that dude down. I do find it, same with the rugby league um, umpires these days, because they're, they're all body mic'd. Yeah. And you can hear the players in the body mic, and they'll be swearing and stuff going on, and then people will get upset about the players. I'm like, leave. leave like, they're, they're, yeah. I tell you what, mate, you don't want to go into a locker room. It's not going to be PC friendly. It's, yeah. it's it's yeah. Look, it's, it, it's something that's getting a little, like you say, political correct. Um I understand their role models, but you also got to give, you know, Formula One didn't have to play him saying that. No. They go through all of those. But they do They it delay now. it. And I've got no issue with drivers swearing. I'm like, yeah. I'm, the only people that care about swearing is the British. They hate it. Yeah, okay. The uh, Americans hate it even more. Do they? Yeah, it's not allowed on their TVs. So the British TVs are allow, will allow a lot more swearing than the American TVs do. There you go. That's why I when you watch British talk we, shows, they're allowed to swear sometimes where American TV is uh, yeah. not at all. If we do an episode and we start swearing, this one we've said a couple of words, but I'm probably not going to click that little E button. <laughs> um, uh, there's only about eight countries in the Middle East that it doesn't show up on the podcasting sites. Oh, there you go. Yep. So if you swear and stuff like that, Saudi Arabia just won't show up. Fair enough. Okay. But I, we're not that big in Saudi Arabia. What? Not not that many listeners over there. No, no, no. What? None. <laughs> yeah, none. none yeah, none true, in true. Saudi Arabia. None. We got we got some in the other places. Yeah, around the world. We just got none in Saudi Arabia. So <laughs> if you guys are in Saudi Arabia, like, hey, let us know. You can give us a shout out. <laughs> give us a shout out, and we won't swear in an episode, so you guys can see it. Um, Max Verstappen and Lando Norris have been doing a butt ton of iRacing lately. Is that a technical term, butt ton? A butt ton? It's just slightly less than a shit ton. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just wanted to square that up. Just you know, why? Is that like goes, just under a metric ton? Just under a metric ton. <laughs> um, they've been doing a lot of races. They were online racing up until 3.03 the morning after the Hungarian Grand Prix. That's nuts, isn't it? They both of them won. The, I think they did. They teamed up and did the Spa 24 hour yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, yep. Um, they're doing really well. They've got lots of battles. They're battling each other quite often. Um, there was a point, I, I don't have it. I'm not going to look for it. But Lando Norris put something up on 
Instagram. I don't know, man. I saw it on Reddit. I don't do social media. <laughs> um, but he beat Max by 0.02 of a second. Wow, that's pretty equal, isn't it? Two, they were both doing the Ferrari 458s or whatever the little oh, cup I is. racing In iRacing, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they both come down. Max has the inside line, but Lando was just that little bit further ahead. There was nothing in it. And that's they, nuts. they both always, they both like, one of them will post something up and someone will screenshot it, put it to Reddit. Then someone will post up, like, so Solando Norris posts something up. Then Max Verstappen will do a reply. And it's, it's kind of cool. It's good to see. Well, we were only, um, we got a message from one of the guys in our little group saying he was doing iRacing and he's racing against Scott McLaughlin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Scotty's got a new sim that just got delivered. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's got all the little 17 and Sherl and stuff over it. Yeah. Yeah, well, it is pretty cool when you log on to iRacing. It's the same in the Speedway stuff. You log on, there's like some American Speedway legends on there. The only like, supercut, <laughs> I've gone on to one iRacing session and I had Nick Perkett and Todd Hazelwood. Yeah, yeah. Shane's freak, used to frequent it quite a lot. So um, I, they were doing Bathurst about a month out before Bathurst. Yep. Oh, a little who bit else quicker was on there? Matt Charter was on at uh, one stage. Yeah. Um, you and I were on, but we weren't yeah. very quick. No, we were, we were shocking. We couldn't even get a lap. Oh, it wasn't until a, <laughs> a Turns friend out of the show. supercars are harder than... Well, the setup of it was so hard. Like, it wasn't until we ended up with a setup from um, Josh, a mate of ours, a friend of the show, <laughs> sent us a setup that he got from one of the supercar well, drivers. Well, that, that, how we got that setup was he got introduced into our group and the straight up, I was like, all right, give me your setup. I yeah. heard you had to set up. Because he Didn't was only about 10 <laughs> seconds faster than us. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly couldn't keep it out of the walls for more than a lap to two laps. I was trying. I was struggling to get a proper time lap without touching a wall. <laughs> mm. Now, one last thing before we wrap up. We're, I'm in a safe space at the moment. We're a safe, friendly space. Everything's open. We can talk freely about things. Okay, where's this going? <laughs> um, I, I've, I've currently... Addicted. Oh yes. To you, don't you need to stand up and say your name and? <laughs> no, no, everyone knows who I am. <laughs> um, I'm currently addicted to a game that Supercars put me on. Okay, this game has been gone a little bit viral. We we have a breaking. So we were just referencing this chat. We have a breaking late chat. Should we group? We should probably do one for all. You reckon that'd be cool if we did that? What's that? Have an open, like a breaking late chat. What, open to listeners? The listeners. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> no, me neither. I don't do social networking. Isn't that what just they message us? Yeah, oh, just no, message in and then we'll, we'll, we'll include. Okay, anyway. we'll include you. If you message us, you can be in our breaking late chat, <laughs> which is just a bunch of... Shit posting. <laughs> yeah, and really driven racing people. Um, anyway, so uh, I've been watching all these... <laughs> Uh, long story, but I've been very busy at work. JD has been. He's had one of his workers um, decided to go gallivanting around Europe for four weeks. Yeah, so we've been very busy, and I haven't had much of a chance to see the chat. But every time I do log on to the chat to have a quick squeeze at what's been going on, because I've got 14 or 20-plus messages through the day that I haven't looked at, I see them talking about their... Uh, we've been calling level. it crack, by yeah. the way. We're calling it crack because it's... That won't get you flagged on any, anywhere. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a nice quick hit. It doesn't take too long. 
you feel good at the start, and then when you mess up, you feel really bad. <laughs> so you take another hit. All right, it's a, it's a, essentially a reaction based. It's a game. reaction based game. Um, it's something that I saw on the big screen at Ipswich. It said, "Oh, try the supercar pit stop game." I was really excited when I saw that because I was like. I love pit stop games involving Shell giving me fuel cards. <laughs> I'm really good at it. Yeah, yeah. The um, they VR did their one, VR like last one, year. smashed it to the point that they said you're not allowed to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. You're too quick. You're faster Apparently, 41 seconds was too quick. Then I went and did 39 seconds. They're like, no one's got below 40 before. <laughs> go away. Yes. So this one here, if you go to pitstop.com, uh, let me just double check that. I don't want to tell you guys to go to the wrong website. <laughs> pitstop.supercars.com okay and you can enter a it's a reaction based game um that you basically got five little lights hit the lights when they light up don't hit the lights that aren't a light top winner at the end of each week gets $50 fuel card so it's worth doing like it's it's not hard and you get 50 bucks yeah okay yeah i'm already sitting on like 100 Oh, really? Yeah, I've won two weeks. There you go. I've seen you posting up a leaderboard. I, I wasn't sure if that was like a group leaderboard or something. So it is a lead. So there's a live leaderboard. Unfortunately, you do not get to choose your username. So, um, I'm oh, just... really? So they're all random generated names. Yeah, mate. I chose Zippy Pronghorn. <laughs> That's my username. Now, oh, I'm going to call it. I'm it's going to call that Sonic Eagle. If you're listening to the show and you play that pit stop game, Sonic Eagle, we know you're cheating. <laughs> okay, so it's not based off your time. It's based off... It goes level and then time. Uh, so you okay. go through each level. So there's like first level one, you got to hit the light five times. Level two, you do it like eight times. I don't know. I, I haven't counted because you go through really quick. Yeah, but you just get fast. really I good. I watched at... Michael quickly play it before. It's the first time I've seen the game and it... it... You obviously been practicing because you make it look easy, and I think I would stumble all over it. Well, you obviously have been playing a I lot have because been you're. On, it. I remember weeks. looking. I remember looking in the first week, and you guys were bragging about getting to level five, and you're now going to level nine. So obviously, your reaction times are getting better. This could help you with go karts. It, it could. Um, now I'm going to be one of my best times when, as soon as I woke up in the morning. Yeah. Before a coffee. And then the other one, when I was half drunk. So, I don't know. <laughs> I've There's only set one fastest time sober. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. So, I don't know about that. But anyway, go play the game. We're not plugging Shell, by the way. We're, We're not, not sponsored no, by what Shell. What I'm trying to do, right? <laughs> well, is Michael might my be. My mission hey? is, is trying to flog <laughs> as much money off Shell as we can. <laughs> what, are you trying to, to bankrupt? take it away. <laughs> From their supercar program. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to work $50 at a time. <laughs> How many years you got? <laughs> well, it only goes up until the end of December, so I've only got 30 weeks. Well, uh, there's 30 weeks of the promotion. promotion. I don't know how long. $1,500. <laughs> Mate, I don't use $50 a fuel a week. Well, you do have a work car, so you'd have to share it around. <laughs> if I win up a nice stockpile of cards, <laughs> we might give some away on the show. Yeah, there you go. That'd be nice. <laughs> All right. Um, first up, congratulations on your Max Verstappen tip. You are equal oh, with me yeah. on points now. Um, uh, we we did quickly discuss it before the show, but I, I'm, I think Mitch is probably beating us from when he joined. 
No, uh, I don't know, man. You've got it's like got, four. It's got four. You've got three since he joined. He's on four, maybe. Yeah, I reckon it'd be pretty tied up, I reckon. It'd be pretty close because you had a pretty good run. I've only just had a good run in You've the last the two weeks. You've had the max run. I was lucky because I got it in before. I implemented the rules and not pinging Scotty. Yeah, yeah, they start, they start there, yep, yep. Hey, he got taken out in one of those races too. So he did, like yeah, I that could have got an extra point there. Could have been still leading, but currently JD and I are equal on... Well, when we were able to points. choose Scotty, we pretty much just put the points on the board before the meeting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put me... St- okay, I've still got me an orange, because the leader gets orange numbers, but that's because of oh, the length, the length yeah. of time. Like, I've been leading... Uh, since I think also it'll go down to qualifying. And at the start of the season, you were qualifying quite well. So yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hang on. Do I get a point for doing so well in the go kart? <laughs> we didn't pick that. Yeah, no. no, you would have. I actually to said Matt. to Mitch, going, you know, JD should get two points for picking a winner and getting a podium in the go kart. But <laughs> I decided against that when I was coming up to the point where I had the text though. So anyway. Um, okay. We're tail and Ben next in 16, 18 odd days. Mitch has chosen Shane Van Gisbergen. I haven't even thought about this. Um, it's going to be hard. Choose Jack Smith, wild card. Oh, yeah, I'll choose him to come second last. <laughs> Not last. Uh, <laughs> because Richie Stenaway is going to come last. <laughs> He's been out at the car for a couple of weeks. Don't expect him to do well. Yeah, they're looking. Those GRM cars aren't the best in... Dry conditions, anyway. No. Um, what have we got? We've got a nice flowing track. I want to go Reynolds. Oh, no. Mostert. All right, you can have Mostert, man. Every time I've picked him, he's done shit. I know. Every time i pick Mostert, he doesn't get there. And Mitch picks Mostert, like, once and gets a point. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, I'm, I'm really... Now, I've got to think about this. Because I got to beat you. You want Wing Cup? Well, <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, well, that's straight up. We'll go to Wing Cup. Yeah. But then you said Reynolds. Reynolds and Mostert are where I'm thinking. I think Jamie's a really good pick too. Shane, at the moment, is probably my pick from Red Bull, but I know it, it, the championship points, I don't think, align with that, but... No, <laughs> they don't. But, like, I mean, Jamie won his race on Saturday. Yeah. Shane has won two races now. Um, I just, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go win cup. Yeah, it's I'm not a bad pick. Cup. If any listeners want to uh, put who you think is going to win, if you want to, send us a message or put it on the Facebook post. Put it in the comment to our little post thing. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Should have done that at the start of the year. Yeah, it'd be it'd be cool. We might even we could put your name on the board. Yeah, <laughs> you just got to get eight points ahead. <laughs> like straight. All right, well, we could do it in a different texture and see by the end of the season where you are. I do have many colored textures, and so I, far I've only used orange, two purple, and black. There you go. Oh, I see what you did there. I didn't even notice it had my name at the top there. JD, two thousand and eighteen champion. There you go. Do you purple. know why I chose purple? Because that was the first color that they tested in Adelaide for the leader's number. And then there they worked out purple is a bad color because you could barely see it. it yeah, it's, it's it doesn't. there's no day glow purple, is there? No, not really. Where it you just get yellows odd. and oranges. It also looked greens, odd because of the yellows. colored car that it was on. Because it was Shane's car when it was that matte, bluey, red color. 
Yeah. And to have a matte purple was just odd. Yeah. It was very weird. Well, that is us done and dusted for this week. Um, thank you very much for coming in. No, thank you for having me. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for us. We've got through the first half of the season. We've got one more half of the season to go. And then um, we'll see what next year happens. We'll have more news on next year, next second half of the season. <laughs> we got nothing to announce just yet. Not yet, not yet. So Stuff's in the pipeline. It's in the pipeline. i, I got to sit down next to JD and be like, all right, what are we doing? There's no commitments over here. <laughs> There's no commitment. Another baby on the way. Let's see what happens. <laughs> There's no commitment. But then I get messages from him going, oh, what about this? I'm like, yes, we should do this. <laughs> oh, He's good. a man with many ideas. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. Too many ideas. Too many <laughs> ideas. Well, we don't have racing for a couple of... What well, we got racing this weekend, but... not. Well, you have, I have racing. racing this weekend. Unless, I don't know. You want to get back in the cart again? No, no. It's your I cart. I want you, you to keep getting well. better. I got my VR cart. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Thank you very much. We'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Bye. Thanks. Catch you. Bye.